Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 130 of On the Flank. I'm one of your hosts, John George, alongside Joe Kirkpatrick. Say hello, Joe. Hey, everybody. And Joe, we got a, another very nice weekend of the summer showdown here. Some upsets. Um, and honestly, some dominance of the Texas teams again. Uh, Dallas Houston looking really good. Both going 2 0 in some. They had, they had some tough matchups. I mean, Houston had to face Vancouver at some point. But besides that, Houston played Shock. Dallas played Atlanta, Florida. I mean, my God. And I, I didn't even realize we have another battle for Texas in the summer showdown. I mean, it, it feels like just a, a normal thing that happens every week at this point, Joe. But. I mean, these two teams, they're great, and Houston gets another chance at revenge here because uh, they've lost, I think, the last two. Yeah, I think they've lost the last two. They only won that first meeting between the two. Should be interesting. Yeah. Uh, um, but let's let's start at the beginning of the week first because they didn't play uh, until Saturday. Uh, San Francisco Shock played Paris to lead off the entire thing, which I think was a very interesting game that everyone had sort of circled on their calendars, especially after how each team performed their first week. Paris definitely outdid expectations, beating the Gladiators, beating London uh, 2-0, and Shock looked pretty bad. They lost to Gladiators, and then they almost lost to the London Spitfire. Uh, So I think a lot of people would immediately say, oh, this is Paris' game to win. Turns out it wasn't. Um, The Shock came in, they they 3-1 Paris, uh, which I think both of us predicted Shock to win this game in a bounce back, right? I believe so, yeah. Uh, so, I guess I guess according to me and Joe, it wasn't that surprising. Um, I, I was more but surprised by Shock's performance later in the week against Houston, to be honest, and that was more worrisome to me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't take... What do you take away from this game, Joe? Because it, it seemed like... It seemed to me like this is the result I expected, and then the results later in the, in the weekend for both of these teams mattered more to me. I, I mean, I, I Paris I think still has some work to do before they can consistently beat the top teams. I expected that, and then meanwhile, Shock I expected them to bounce back. They got Krusty as their head coach and an amazing roster, so I didn't expect them to just fall flat now the rest of the season. So. Do you have any takeaways from this this game specifically? I guess. Um, yeah, I think it was um, was still still not a bad week for for Paris. I would say I don't know. Um, Definitely not. Th- th- there's any reason to to write him off at this point. It was um, um, it, it, you know despite obviously the loss against San Francisco, um, but it's still a really good showing. We know uh, historically how good Paris is in the summer showdown. Um, because um, of course, you know, historical yep. is what matters. Um, <laughs> and there's only been this is the second ever summer showdown, but <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but, but yeah, definitely not a bad week for Paris. Um, you, you sweep the Vancouver Titans. I mean, that's that's what you expected. Uh, but yeah, thinking about shock, um, maybe it's just that my San Francisco shock brain is so huge because <laughs> I because uh, I picked both the win over over Paris and a loss to Houston. Um, but yeah, I, um, like I said, it definitely, uh, expected a bounce back here. Um, I think as, as we'll get into this Houston match later, I think Houston, um, in particular was looking really nice this week. And so that's, um, definitely helped contribute, um, contribute to that again with the, the win over Vancouver is their other win this week. Um, 
but um, yeah, this this first match at least uh, again not not as uh, not so surprising, um, um, despite despite the strong pairs. But uh, yeah, San Francisco um, able to to get things done. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, the next game, I was surprised by I, I wasn't surprised. I think by the result, I did expect Atlanta to beat Washington. Did not expect them to sweep Washington though, to be honest. Um, yeah, I expected this one to be a little bit closer. If I'm going to be, especially looking at the results later in the week for Washington three owing the Florida Mayhem, and looking much better in that game. And maybe maybe the Justice just need a little bit of warming up. Um, I mean, let's talk about but let's just talk about Justice in general here, Joe, because I think they're less talked about honestly now. Um, despite having such a great roster with Decay, it feels like they're just sort of under the radar right now because they keep. It's, it seems like they keep disappointing in games where they shouldn't. It, don't get me wrong, Atlanta Reigns a nuts yeah. team. Uh, beating them is hard. It, just if they were a top-tier team, I would expect them to at least give Atlanta Reign a little bit of trouble here. They then look really good against the Florida Mayhem, who uh, this, <laughs> this week had checkmate at main tank, if you didn't know. And he was full-out b- bumper. Uh, just inting. <laughs> in as Ryan basically um clearly not that great at Reinhardt uh so Washington Justice probably should have won that game at that point but uh what are your thoughts on on Washington at this point in the season Joe I mean overall standings they're still six and four they're fifth place right now like it's clearly not I mean they're in the middle of a pack a bunch of people are basically tied with six points there uh, but Washington leading the pack because of the map differential. What are your thoughts on on Washington at this point in the season? I know you're high on them uh, going into the season, Joe. Do you think this team can end up contending here at the end of the season, or do you think do you think they just stay here in the middle of the pack the rest of the way through? Yeah, I mean, um, you're exactly right. Overall, uh, Washington was one of the teams I was most excited to see this season, um, uh, particularly for the tank line. Uh, just because, again, I'm, I'm sometimes biased toward tank players, but um, but yeah, definitely not performing um, in some of the ways that they expected, and that starts with um, a, a, it, it should have been much more competitive against Atlanta. I think you're absolutely right. Um, a, a lot of the narrative that the the uh, uh, casters in production were using after the series was uh, really complimentary of um, uh, Atlanta. You know, talking about oh, you know, maybe they're not a, a gatekeeper team anymore. Uh, maybe they, they move past that into um, something better there, F, you know, due to this win over Washington. Uh, but at the same time, I I, I don't know that Washington um, played super well this series. I, mean, I think for context, um, uh, for context of this series, I think you really needed um, also to see the Washington Florida game at the end of the week. Definitely. Um, and it, and in fact, I I. Um, um, I watched, I think, both of these series like twice through <laughs> the, <laughs> Was- nice. Washington, Atlanta, and Washington, Florida, just trying to figure out what the deal was. <laughs> um, yeah, because because it was just night and day, and and but I think honestly, um, the 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 sum of these series say more about um, Florida um, than they did about Washington. Uh, in you know Atlanta obviously did play well um, and, and played well again later against Dallas um, uh, without without picking the win there, but, um, but yes said way more about Florida in that second match um, 
um, than Washington. Because sure, they they had found their footing a little bit against Dallas, uh, even though they lost uh, in five maps. I was gonna have checked maybe my MVP for the week um, for shutting up all the doubters, um, but. Uh, yeah, but then we had this match Washington versus Florida, and <laughs> and 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 it was, it was not good. And and whatever whatever brief improvement we'd seen um, there there in the Dallas match, it didn't seem to be there at all. Um, you, you know, regardless of of how Washington had lost earlier in the week, they were um, playing similarly, um, maybe a little bit more into their into their comfort zone than they had been against Atlanta, perhaps, but. Um, but Florida was uh, not ready to take that on. Yeah, no. <laughs> maybe it was like getting into Florida a little bit here too. Um, maybe it was just like the idea of of like a new strategy at first that throws teams off kind of, uh, especially someone like Dallas who has to go up against it for the first time and has to see checkmate on main take and see some ridiculous like Symmetra TP strats with his Reinhardt. I mean, it was just crazy stuff that came out of left field, and it's what Florida felt they needed to do with how they had been performing lately. They were like, okay, just throw away the playbook. Like, start from scratch here because we're doing awfully. In the end, I maybe that's not a good play because I still think Florida's super talented and with OG at main tank, possibly could have pulled out one of these wins especially the washington game um but it definitely helped i think it helped with the dallas game probably didn't help with the washington game clearly i think by the time we got to the washington game the wash the justice got had footage now of checkmate playing main tank that they they could be like okay this is what they do basically and florida's not going to change up any strategy with checkmate in one day right so (laughs) um that that just gives the justice an inherent uh, advantage. I think that's that's how you explain the three to two game between Dallas and Florida, and then a clean sweep by Washington, who we clearly think is a worse team than Dallas. So I, I think it was mainly just an out of left field strategy that scared Dallas there a little bit. But interesting, yeah, I think it was interesting by Florida, but in the end, obviously didn't work out. They. They go 04 uh here in the summer showdown which I didn't think Florida would ever go 04. <laughs> I I thought this going into the season I thought this team was still set up to do well. Um but I think it's like the heightened competition, it's a bunch of things playing into it. Uh, any more thoughts on Florida, Tad? I guess you didn't you you talked about it a little bit, but if you have anything else, let me know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, several losses in a row. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think the the conclusion that we come to at the end of this week um, for Florida is is similar to the conclusion that we had at the beginning of the week um, when when they announced this checkmate change. It's like, yeah, sure, you know, you can try it, you can you can work on it, whatever. Um, but ultimately, I don't think that's the bigger issue, um, or you, you know, I, I don't think that's the you know catch all solution that they had hoped it was. Um, which again, now that we've um, seen a week of, of Florida play, I think that's um, much much more close to confirmed. But um, yeah, not great. Um, and again, like 0-4, you know, they don't have to worry about playing here for the next couple of weeks. Um, and, and that's exactly the kind of time that you need to um, 
to start thinking about you know what you're going to do here in the countdown cup you know we're getting up to playoffs florida right now 10th in north america um i forget how the postseason qualifi- qualifiers go is it it's, um because so, you have to actually qualify for postseason right it's not everybody yeah so one one through three automatically make playoffs and then four through nine are in a play-in and i think i think it's the two i think two out of those six teams in four through nine make playoffs yeah so i mean at this point uh, looking at Florida Mayhem, they're sitting at 10th. I mean, they've, they've got a fight to qualify for those play-ins. And granted, in North America, it's... Um, um, at this point, London and Vancouver are basically out, like, guaranteed. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, if it if it's the last, you know, last place spot you got to fight for, um, you, you got to fight for last place. But that's... Um, it, it's going to be really important for Florida to do that as they... Um, go into this this next tournament yeah i mean and they have good opportunities <clears throat> they're like sort of in control of their destiny here because they um especially with their opponents i mean one of their opponents both they got they're facing atlanta and they're facing boston who are both towards them in the standings currently i don't know if atlanta will be by the time they face each other but boston probably will be um but then you got houston gladiators and then you're like oh god florida's in trouble um, Florida's absolutely in trouble. I think that I, in my opinion, Florida definitely favorites to not make plans. Um, so very interesting. I, I don't know what they got to do. And you gotta, you gotta remember too, that first week of the summer showdown, um, they lost in five maps to Toronto. Like it was close and it was a sweep from Boston, but honestly, each map was very, very close. They even drew one map against Boston. Um, I think the only one, like, they were all super close maps. It's not like they were playing awfully with OG in the lineup. So maybe looking back at it, the strategy change was kind of a weird one and kind of a panicky move, maybe. Um, so I, I'm interested now that they have a very long break until their next match, because I think they don't even play until week two of Countdown Cup, too. So they have like a, a, a whole month off. Uh, I'm going to be very interested to see what they do. Um, but let's move on to, to maybe some more teams that are contending here, Joe. Um, <coughs> and let's talk about Houston and the Houston Shock game, which was a fantastic, uh, fantastic game to watch because I, I don't know. It was just cool, like seeing every time for, as as someone who's been watching this league since it started. Every time I every time I see Houston win this year i all i i'm just waiting for the collapse joe <laughs> because yeah. it feels like in the past houston has like done this stuff you know they have gotten big upsets before as a franchise they they're uh, a team that has never performed particularly well overall in the season but at times they've looked really good um so i think as someone who used to be an outlaws fan in season one who has just watched them throughout the years. I'm always waiting for like, okay, when when's the time Houston's going to fall off? But it's just, it brings a tear to my eye just watching this team and seeing that they're not falling off, Joe. They are definitely they, not falling off. They have the best regular season record in the league right now. 9-1. Yeah. Nuts. Yeah. If only they could make it to Hawaii, but they keep running into the <laughs> Dallas fuel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's nuts. They've now beaten the Shock twice. 
the first time was very close. This time, it looked like easy. It, it was just easy for them. Like, I think the first two maps were closer, and then it, Houston just took it away. They were like, okay, this is us now. This is ours. Um, <laughs> just made it look so easy. And, and as uh, I, the Boston Uprising uh, are going to be very scared to play them on Thursday after that. I mean, they just look so good right now. Um Bringing junk buck this this year clearly huge for them, and the roster is great. Um, but yeah, I mean that's why I'm giving my MVP of the week to Piggy. Not only did he have a great week, he's had a great season, and I think he's been overshadowed by, or at least at the beginning of the season was overshadowed by Jangu, who was definitely more of a flashy tank player than Piggy has been. But I think Piggy's been so consistent. I think he's up there for my rookie of the year. His Sigma is so good. One of the best in the league, no doubt. So, um, yeah, Outlaws just continue to impress. Of course, they 3-0 Vancouver late in the week. Not much to analyze there, Joe, <laughs> as it's the Vancouver Titans. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, my, my MVP goes to Dante. Yeah, it's, it's just the same reason. It's a really good team, really good week um, as far as that goes. But, yeah, um, um, the battle for Texas. Battle for Texas this week at Dallas. I think that's going to be um, quite Such the a match. Good game. Absolutely. Such a good game. Um, and based off how Dallas, I mean, let's talk about Dallas real quick. We mentioned them earlier against Florida. They also played Atlanta um, and had two five map games um, and pulled them out in both. Just This team just continues to be so clutch, Joe. I mean, two situations where they easily could have lost. Uh, Florida won definitely when they shouldn't have lost, but Atlanta. Uh, great team, obviously. The other team to make it to Hawaii last time out. Um, what do you think about Dallas? I mean, five maps, both games, you know, definitely seems like that, not as dominant as Dallas was last time out um, to start off here in the summer showdown. Um, with the competition sort of raising, it seems like Atlanta is like getting into their own and could possibly beat Dallas. Houston's definitely going to be a tough opponent in this one. Um, and, of course, you got teams like the Gladiators who look pretty good. Paris looking good. Um, what do you think about Dallas's chances to make Hawaii for the third time uh, after this week? It's still feel good about them? I mean, they're insanely clutch, clearly, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, if you look at the uh, – um, yeah, qualifier standings, they're uh, 2-0. and Of course, there's – Four other or three other teams that are also two and zero, um, trying to fight for those spots. But I don't anticipate that. Um, as I scroll through, yeah, yeah, for sure, I don't anticipate that Dallas is going to go into this coming week. Um, um, yeah, I think Toronto absolutely is a game they take. Um, uh, I would be very surprised if that changes. I think um, the the Houston game probably, um, you, you know, statistically uh, also maybe a game that they take over. Um, over the Houston Outlaws, you know, taking them at home and everything. Um, I don't know. Um, um, you, 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 you know, I think I think it's reasonable um, that they they could definitely lose that though. In which case, Houston probably ends up with the first seed um, with a win over Boston, uh, which is again I think uh, more likely than not. But um, um. What am I trying to say? Dallas, yeah, that they're they're gonna qualify probably. Uh, I expect them to do well um, here in their third uh, tournament of the year. Um, uh, but but yeah, I think more so than 
in other months, I think it, it has the potential to be much closer. Uh, and I say that knowing that we had, um, you know, regular season front runners in earlier tournaments too, um, that didn't really matter so much to Dallas either. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But, um, um, yeah, it definitely has the potential to be the most um, uh, most variety uh, maybe that we've seen in a while. Yeah, I, I think they've definitely got some stiff competition here uh, this time around. Uh, I think they might luck out because teams like Shock um, probably might not make it going going two and two, uh, and other big threats, you know. So, but it's hard to pick against them when they've already gone to Hawaii twice now and made the finals so yeah interesting definitely a weaker week than i would have thought i thought it would be a nice easy sweep against florida and i they almost lost to atlanta that was a very close game um but atlanta's great um yeah absolutely it's definitely props to atlanta on that one yeah uh atlanta's like the only team left in na we really have to talk i mean we could talk about vancouver but that's just sad they were uh, so close to breadsticks. <laughs> Always so close to breadsticks. Because the wind doesn't even matter anymore. It's just the breadsticks. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's all. Well, like it is kind of sad. I've noticed. Like, like because on the broadcast, literally, that's that's the storyline with Vancouver. It's not like you know. Oh, yeah. is this going to be a you know competitive match? Are they going to win? No, it's just. Can't are they, they going to do the the stupid social media branding with the <laughs> with the Pizza yeah. Hut? And are they going to get breadsticks? And yeah, that, that's got to sting a little bit. Um, for the players, I would think, but um, especially when but, you remember where yeah. this team was <laughs> in season two, they were the second best team in the league and consistently uh, facing off against the San Francisco Shock. And, yeah. <laughs> but, and the players are not bad players. It's yeah. just, yeah. I mean, NA's nuts. I do wonder how Vancouver would do in Asia because I think it's, I think everyone. It's a pretty consistent thought now. Um, everyone thinks, yeah, Asia's clearly worse than NA this year. I wonder how they would do against teams like Guangzhou, uh, NYXL. I definitely think they would beat the Valiant. Um, yeah. And maybe even Chengdu. Maybe even get a win against Chengdu or something like that. Or Hangzhou. I mean, Chengdu and Hangzhou have been so inconsistent. So it's just... It feels like Vancouver might be able to get a win against any of these... Like, yeah, it's just rough going. Uh, and when we talk about the London Spitfire, I definitely think they could. I think the London Spitfire are in an unfortunate year, to be honest. And with Sparker, I imagine they'll get a win soon. Um, but yeah, Atlanta's good still. I, clearly, they could beat Dallas, so I don't know if they're good enough to like push it further. They got London-Boston, though, this week, so could be a nice 2-0 finish 3-1 and then you got another opportunity to go to Hawaii again and I don't doubt they I, I, I think they could make it again I think it could be Dallas Atlanta I think those are two of my top teams right now for sure but Houston is looking really good right now um, but yeah let's move over to APAC real quick because there were some interesting games um, of course yeah. after, after last week when I thought oh Seoul's finally here they looked great last week um, Seoul didn't look good this week, Joe. Um, they got swept by the Shanghai Dragons, a game in which at last second I predicted they would win. I was like, yeah, this is it. This is Seoul's time finally. And I was stupid. <laughs> um, and then they almost lost to Guangzhou Charge. They had to reverse sweep the Guangzhou Charge. 
Um, I was like, oh my god. Like, looking through the tweets, I was like, how? Because um, I wake up in the morning for APAC and, like, just go through my Twitter and see, like, the Guangzhou Twitter account tweeting the map scores. And I'm like, 2-0. Like, what is happening in this game? And then, of course, Seoul gets the reverse sweep, luckily. I mean, the Seoul Dynasty, are they... Will they just never be top tier, Joe? It's a time we give up. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to say. I know they're, you know, the narrative in the past has been how, um, how meta specific the team has has appeared. You know how how um, uh, limited they are in some of the things that they can do um, to the level that they, that they need to play. Um, and there's there's definitely some of that here. Um, the you know you get the win that you need against against uh, Guangzhou you know they're they're gonna qualify for the um, the knockout tournament there in Asia um, but yeah it's, it's definitely with um, uh, w- w- with the schedule that they had I forget who they played um, earlier in the uh, month but I believe Chengdu was one of the matches and, and Hangzhou and, and Hangzhou so, so yeah it's, it's a decent resume but um, and, and but yeah, those are the games you need to win if you're Seoul right now. Um, technically, oh no, it's not the right button. Um, technically, sitting yeah, at number two in Asia right now, uh, with the 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 most wins, uh, most regular season wins of a team in Asia. But I think only because um, Shanghai has played two fewer games. Um, but um, uh, but yeah, whether that whether that's a reflection of uh, a weaker division, which I, I think I'd agree with you that um, it's it's definitely uh, uh, more more heavy in in North America this year. Um, but but whether that's the you know primarily what's that's reflecting or or, or something else, I'm not sure. I think regardless, um, yeah, the expectations for Seoul can't be super high. Um, like if I had to pick right now, which I guess we will be later in the show. Um, <laughs> Uh, about who I expect to come out of Asia, uh, I think it may end up being Shanghai and Philly finally, um, who we haven't seen um, obviously since the start of the season in a post in a in a uh, tournament series. But um, um, yeah, it's it's definitely not um, up to the full potential. I don't think of where where we had expected Seoul to be, um, you know, this time beginning of the season. Oh yeah. Um... And Seoul, despite despite holding that second place right now in Asia overall, they haven't even made it to to a tournament weekend yet. Um, you know, Chengdu making it the first time, and then Shanghai and Excel the second. I mean, yeah, I, it's just weird. I, you, you you take a look at second and take a look at them in second, and you're like, man, I don't know if they deserve that. Um, and it, but it's mainly just because the rest of APAC is so inconsistent and just bad uh, this year. It just stinks. Um, but you mentioned the Fusion. We got to see him play um, in two uh, opposite games almost. Sweeping Guangzhou Charge, looking great, like we expected. Um, and then, unfortunately, not able to put up much of a fight against the Shanghai Dragons, who are just... Looking great right now. I mean, what a great weekend for Shanghai. You go into this weekend, you're like, oh boy, Shanghai's got Seoul, Philly. Like, those are obviously the two other best teams in APAC. And they just sweep them both, right? They're just looking really good right now, coming off that June Joust win, obviously. Um, 
and they just continue to destroy uh, two sweeps of two good teams. Uh, why do you think uh, Philly was unable to, to not even pull this one out against Shanghai, but not get a map at all, Joe? Yeah, it was. Um, they lasted about one map in the ring. They're <laughs> uh, on, on the control map, and then yeah, just not um, not able to pull the rest out of it. It's. Um, yeah, I think just Shanghai is super good. <laughs> I think is yeah. the is the the sum total of that. I mean, you know, it was it was competitive um, um, for for um, elements of the series, but um, the, it, yeah, I think that's that's all the credit to Shanghai here. Um, Philly obviously coming up with the the win over Guangzhou, um, and again my my uh, optimistic predictions here, but maybe not even that optimistic. Um, this is that they can they can probably find the win against um, Chengdu in New York next week I believe too but um, uh, but, but yeah if they if they run up against them against or uh, in the uh, in the knockouts or in this this coming tournament um, it, it's it's gonna be a challenge that's definitely for sure yeah I, I definitely think for it, uh, if if things play out the way I, I think they should it should be Philly versus Seoul to get into the knockouts so. Um, that's definitely the matchup Philly wants. You don't want to face Shanghai, uh, so I definitely think Philly can win that matchup. And and I agree. I think it probably should be Philly Shanghai here in the end. Uh, but yeah, APEC continues to confuse me. Um, <laughs> but well, the only thing I'm not confused about is Shanghai is obviously the best team in APEC. So absolutely. Yep, um, should be interesting to see these upcoming matches. It's going to be a, sh- a Shanghai homestand this weekend, so that should be exciting. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess the one thing we did mention is games to rewatch, and I wrote down either Dallas game, and Joe basically agreed with me saying, yeah, probably <laughs> whatever Dallas game I don't choose. Um yeah, basically, yeah. go back and watch the Dallas games. <laughs> yeah, they were cool. I mean, the the Florida one's just hilarious to watch. Checkmate and the insane strategies of the mayhem almost work against the Dallas Fuel, and then um, Dallas Atlanta was just a great match between two great teams. So, absolutely, yeah. watch either one. Um, anything else before we get into the news? Um, I don't think so. This is another one of those. Uh... Uh, four-day weekends here coming up, which I guess we'll talk about the next weekend later. But um, but yeah, it's we're already at the end of the tournament. Yeah, um, it always goes quick, Joe. Um, of course, we have our right after repress stop segment because so often we record our podcast and then um, people come out with news. And the, last week, Florida came out with the news that Checkmate was going to main tank right after we stopped recording. Um, so we didn't get to talk about it last week. We we talked about it, of course, with the games, and you know my opinion. I think it's a cool move against Dallas. I don't think it's a great move against Washington, a game where you probably could have won with OG at main tank or at least competed with OG at main tank. Um, yeah, it very very interesting. I felt I felt bad for OG after I remember when we saw this post. I was like, oh god, I feel like imagine your OG. And you get replaced by a DPS player in the middle of the season. Like, oh, that's got to feel bad. Yeah, and the um, 
I think it's like the team manager or something was posted on Twitter, you know, saying, you know, this isn't just about OG. This is a, you know, just a new thing we're trying. But, um, but yeah, he certainly got lots of flack um, um, in the in the interim of this whole whole mess. But yeah, maybe, maybe we'll see him back. Um, but hopefully, we'll see him back once we get to uh, countdown cup time. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, uh, this next news sucks. Um, Elsa leaves the Chengdu Hunters, which oh, is rough. I, I missed the opportunity to say Elsa is let go. And... <laughs> yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is bad news. This is very bad news as Elsa was their starting off tank um, and was great, was a good part of this team, a good part of the starting roster here. So uh, definitely rough for the Chengdu Hunters losing elsa there um I, I and it looks like they're gonna have to use late young probably who's on a two-way uh because their only other tanks on the roster are of course gaga and among both main tanks so it's looking like they're gonna have to use late young who i definitely think is a downgrade from elsa so um yeah that definitely stinks for for the chengdu hunters after such a good start to the season things just keep getting worse here for the hunters which you know, we finally thought this was the year. This was the year the Hunters got over that being in the Chengdu zone. And, man, things just keep getting worse. I mean, I don't expect things to get much better after this move. Elsa was looking good. How about you, Joe? What, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that all, <laughs> I'm in agreement there. And um, but particularly for this, for this coming week, they're playing Philly, and I don't know who else they're playing, but... Uh, a couple games they really need to win if they were trying to make these um, valiance, um, valiance games, these, so. these cutoffs. Okay, yeah. So presumably <laughs> they take the win against the valiant there, but um, um, but, but yeah, two and two uh, certainly may not be enough um, when it comes to these play-ins. So yeah, they could definitely use all the help they can get. Yep, definitely stinks. Um, yeah, we'll see if they pick anyone up, but I think they just do late young probably. Uh, okay, let's. Let's take a look here. Okay, patches. Um, The changes from experimental went to live, which uh, the experimental patch, if I remember correctly, is the... That was the hit scan one, right? Yeah, Uh, so literally no other changes, just the the hit scans. So, yeah, the the max range um, and mid-range for fall-off was adjusted, um, as well as um, a few changes to individual heroes. Uh, like I remember, there was like a Bastion and Widow and yeah, yeah, uh, change, changes like that. But yes, I, no, no changes at all from the exper- the experimental card, um, and it's been up for several days now on live. Sweet, um, haven't gotten to play recently, so I'd be interested to see Pit Scanner actually worse or if this has has affected the game at all, really. Um, but yeah. Uh, next piece of news is weird, and I was very weirded out when I saw it um, on Twitter last week. And it's the um, Department of Justice is investigating the Overwatch League. Uh, that's right, the real U.S. Department of Justice is investigating the Overwatch League because of um, because of the soft salary cap. Um, Apparently, it punishes teams who the the salary cap punishes teams who pay players too much money. Basically, if you don't know anything about a salary cap, they exist in sports leagues mainly to make it so like the richest teams don't just win because they can just buy out the best players. 
Um, yeah, so the way it works in Overwatch League is if you if your if your entire team salary reaches over a certain point, a certain threshold, you then have to uh, pay the league. You basically just get fined. Like there's no there the league isn't like no you can't do that. You have to drop players. They just make the teams pay them. Um, so there technically could be teams who are overpaying. Um, but then they would have to pay even more. Uh, and apparently it just... Apparently the lack of a player's union is the biggest reason why the Department of Justice is investigating this. Um, which all sports leagues have a player's union. Overwatch League does not. And, I mean, if you just think about it, that makes sense, right? Um, the players technically haven't agreed to what the overall the salary cap um, that Overwatch League has brought out, which is um, directly affecting them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is directly affecting their salaries and how much they can get paid. Um, makes sense. They'd like you need a union in order for the players to come out and say, "Yeah, we agree to this. We agree to the salary cap. We want it to be more competitive, or whatever." Um, very interesting situation. I did not expect to see this. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I, I I don't know if there's been any more like updates since this news came out, but yeah, I don't think so. And um, the uh, you know the news sites that were reporting and stuff, they were um, sure to or, or very. I don't know if they were sure not to include it or they just didn't know. But uh, nobody was very uh, committal on you know what could be the results of any of this. Like it's not a you know criminal probe or anything, but um, um, but you know, presumably there may be some kind of uh, changes that's brought into effect. And, and I thought it was inter- interesting they noted like that the Overwatch League hasn't actually ever publicly like discussed the the salary cap. Um, so it, it's sort of um, it, it, I don't know how many of the de- I don't know how many of the details are speculation. I mean, we you know it's pretty pretty clear that we know that one exists, but um, yeah. I, as far as the other details, yeah, it's it's just a this is super interesting and yeah like we said not um something that you would have expected necessarily but um yeah may end up better for the players i guess so that's something yeah they might just have to get rid of the cap or they might have to start players union like um riot had like it's not really much of a players union but i think riot had to do something similar with the lcs where they just like the players didn't (laughs) the players in esports like are too lazy they won't start one (laughs) on their own so Riot had to start one themselves. Um, so they did. <laughs> and it's not much of a players union because it's run by Riot, the, the league owners. So they I, like honestly, Overwatch League might just do that too because I do think it is in their interest to keep the salary cap. Um, for years specifically like this, uh, I imagine if there was no salary cap, the, sh- the San Francisco Shock might just like might have bought even more players than they they already ridiculously had a ridiculous offseason in their transfers i can't imagine if there was no salary cap how many players would just be like yeah i want to go to the shock and win the championship please um because there already were so many who were doing that um and of course there are like ridiculous things we could eventually get to like in the nba lebron james took like pay cuts or kevin durant take takes a pay cut so that he can form a super team um and like go under the salary cap um but of course we're i don't think we're anywhere close to that it's 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 super interesting 
I, I am in favor of a salary cap just as a viewer of the league. Um, there are leagues like, like most uh, soccer leagues in Europe don't have a salary cap. The same teams just dominate um, year after year because they're the richest teams. MLB doesn't has a very relaxed salary cap. It's definitely gotten more strict over the years. That's why the Yankees always used to dominate because they just bought the best players. Um, so it's <clears throat> it's definitely boring from a viewer perspective. Can understand why the players would want to be paid more or would want to be able to go to the top teams, stuff like that. So yeah, interesting. This is very interesting. You know, I'm interested to see. I've seen. It seemed the possible solutions are just like they get fined by the U.S. government, basically, or they have to switch it up. It's going to be interesting seeing what happens with it. But what I, from what I know, it's not that big of a like. They're not the league's not going to get shut down. This isn't like an insane, everyone's going to get fired type situation or something. Um. So yeah. Yeah, and it may be we don't. You know, we don't notice any concrete effect at all. I, I, I just have no yeah. idea. Yeah, I don't either. We'll see. Um, but let's move on to the last week of the summer showdown, which of course we predict um, predict some matches as well as predict who's going to head to the summer showdown itself, the knockout tournament, the top four teams, who they're going to be. Um, I haven't looked at our pick'em score recently, Joe, because I forgot to pick the first two matches, and now I'm scared that I'm losing, and I probably am. Yeah, um, you were you were up by one <laughs> point last week, um, but now I'm up by six. <laughs> Dang it! I I can't. I always forget that for matches the weeks where Boston doesn't play. I always forget, Joe. Like I just. I'm glad Boston's playing again this week because I, I just cannot remember if I'm if I'm not at work that weekend. Um, but yeah, let's get into where we're picking uh, APAC first, which I mentioned earlier is going to be another homestand, this time in Shanghai. Um, Shanghai's got, I think, some pretty easy-ish matches too, especially since they swept the two other best teams in APAC. <laughs> they should sweep these new teams at home. So we're picking a closer match, which should be interesting, between the Chengdu Hunters and the Philadelphia Fusion. Um, I guess, Joe, you get to pick first again. Um, who, who you got in this game? Yeah, Philly has um, two really interesting matches this coming week against Chengdu and against New York, um, both of which are relatively close, I think it's probably fair to say, uh, or at least have the potential to be. Um, we haven't seen much of Philly so far other than um, the Guangzhou match. Um because you know they played Shanghai too, but we didn't we didn't see much of Philly in that series. Um, um, so there's there's a lot of questions still, um, but I, I'm confident enough uh, in the team. Obviously, this is um, my my chosen favorite team um, th- that I think they um, definitely may likely go 2-0 um, this coming week once they're uh, again playing at this at this homestand. I think, uh, but that starts with a win over Chengdu. Um, and I'm I'm gonna say it's possible. I'm picking Philly, uh, Philly over Chengdu there. I'll also go Philly over Chengdu. I think Chengdu dropping of Elsa that's big, and overall just haven't looked as good lately. Especially they've had trouble figuring out the meta. I think so. I'll go Philly as well. Um, all right, let's head to NA for our last three matches to pick. First, we're going LA Gladiators. Uh, versus the Toronto Defiant. Um, 
Toronto, 2-0 so far. Uh, great win against Florida. And, of course, a win against Vancouver. Uh, I think this is their real first test, though. I mean, they've got a tough weekend. Gladiators, Dallas. Um, I think people could easily see them going out to uh, Gladiators. Definitely the easier match uh, coming off a Gladiators loss to the Paris Eternal, though. Uh, do you think the Gladiators lose their second in a row here against Toronto? Um, yeah, I part, part of the reason I picked this match was because they have um, uh, similar matches that these teams have played. Um, you know, both have played um, Paris, I believe. Actually, no, now that I'm saying that, I forget exactly. <laughs> I went I went through it at the time, and they've played similar matches uh, this month. Um uh, and so for that reason, you know, it's it's um, exciting and close and whatever. But um, uh, I suppose out of the four, this is maybe the the least um, uh, the the least divisive in terms of uh, who, who may actually take this one because I, I am definitely going to lead toward the gladiators here. Um, I, I think this will be a, a good one in their uh, on their way up to. Um, uh, qualifying, hopefully, uh, they're one and one currently. This will make them two and one, and then their last match is against somebody. Uh, you probably just said it. Um, <laughs> whoever they're playing this coming week. Uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. They're playing Toronto and Washington. Yeah, so they they may those may both be wins um, for the Gladiators to finish three and one on the month. Um, but regardless, yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards Gladiators here uh, in the Toronto match um, at least. Yeah, I think I'll go Gladiators as well. They should win. <laughs> it's always scary at the Gladiators because, of course, they have, especially with the Paris match, I think that was a bit of a throw on their part. Um, should have won at some point. So their mentals, not that strong. Um, but I definitely think the Gladiators should get this win. Uh, next, the Battle for Texas. Um, to be played in Dallas. Uh Dallas, Houston, part four on the year. I think it's two to one Dallas, uh, and they have won the last two. Uh, Houston has not won since back way back in the May melee. So it's been a while. Houston coming out strong, of course, Joe. 3-1 against Shock, 3-0 against Titans. Dallas, not as strong, 2-5 map matches, but they were able to pull out both of them. This is going to be such a cool match. Um... Who do you think takes the battle for Texas part four? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. It's going to be um, hopefully the best match of the week. Um, that would be, that would be my goal. And I, you know, I can say that as a, as a Philly fan, even I hope it's, I hope it's better than um, a, a couple of those wins, maybe hopefully, but, um, uh, but yeah, initially uh, I, I had gone through these um, at first and, and made some tentative picks. And initially I picked Houston um, um, that uh, I think they've they've definitely been looking strong. Uh, obviously, Dallas have as well, but um, uh, but they'll should be able to pick up the, a couple of the wins they need this week. Um, I, I anticipate them to to pull it out over Boston earlier in the week. I think I mentioned that already. Um, but then I remembered that Dallas is playing at home, <laughs> and, um, and that was basically the 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 difference maker there. I've got I've got Dallas in five maps. Um, it's going to be super exciting. It's the only double points match in North America this week. Um, uh, but I think it goes to the fuel. Yeah, I tend to agree, Joe. I I think 
after that after the first week for both these teams i think houston's looking a little better than dallas here in the summer showdown but that home being at home makes a difference so i'm also gonna go dallas unfortunately it's yeah houston just has not been able to beat they don't have dallas's number lately and i don't think they'll have it here either um that doesn't mean they possibly if they have to face each other going into the summer showdown i might pick differently though so uh yeah we'll see uh last game we're picking before we pick our four teams to make it um atlanta boston this should be a good one we got to see this matchup in the the, um play-ins for the june joust and atlanta clean swept them 3-0 boston possibly improved since then i mean obviously it's that was a a rough week for them as well that was the last game and a three loss that was the third loss in a row for the uprising so things could be different this time but both these are boston two two and oh going into this weekend meanwhile atlanta one and one with definitely a little bit of a tougher schedule um joe who you got in this one um yeah i this uh this particular series i'm going with uh atlanta um i think they um looked really nice uh particularly against that um uh in the dallas series that i'm thinking of uh which granted they lost um but but wins over washington wins over dallas those are both very impressive uh, to start out the month um and i think it'll be close um certainly against boston because i i don't want to um give the impression you know lately we've been uh, feeling pretty positive about boston and with good reason um but uh here i am um uh going for atlanta here i think they're gonna um finish out that uh month pretty nicely nice i i think boston's gonna have a surprising week i'll be honest uh, I think Boston versus Houston could definitely be a potential upset. I think Houston's going to be more focused on this Dallas matchup and the battle for Texas than they are against Boston. Maybe sleep on them a little bit. Um, I think that could be a potential upset. But even more so, I think Boston will definitely have a closer game against Atlanta. Um, and I'll pick Boston to win. No bias at all, still. I swear. <laughs> um all right well those are our four games let's pick our top two let's start with asia because i think it's a little less exciting um joe who are your two teams you think are going to make it uh to the summer showdown out of apac yeah um and i already said mine um i think I'm, I'll th- i think i'll still go with it um that we're looking at um uh, uh shanghai and philly i believe um is what uh, we're gonna see coming out of asia yeah, I'll agree with you, Joe. And that's mainly because I I want Philly. I think it'd be cool if Seoul made it too, because Seoul hasn't been there yet. But I just want Philly to face their NA NA teams. I want to I want to see Philly against NA teams. So please, Philly, make it. Uh, we'll go Shanghai, Philly as well. NA, this one's a lot tougher. I would say a lot of good teams. It's hard to even say who's going to make the play-ins at this point, and what the matchups are going to be like. Uh, but Joe, who do you think? I mean, just give me who you think the two best teams are here, and then I, who who do you think is going to make it? Yeah, that one's hard. I think uh, with one of the picks, um, you kind of got to go with a Dallas Fuel <laughs> um, at this point. Um, uh, it's just a matter of, of seeing who uh, who comes up alongside them to to try to complete that out. Um, I think um, Paris had a good month. I don't think they're going to be able to play out of the out of the tournament here. 
Um, uh, it's possible if if Atlanta and Gladiators both have good weeks uh, that the Shock aren't in the knockouts entirely. Um, so, so who comes alongside him? Maybe uh, maybe even a team like Houston uh, could be could be the second pick there. Um, and obviously we'll see as we get closer to Sunday. But um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe Dallas and Houston again with one of them at three and one, um, and the other maybe even undefeated. Yeah, I think that's a fair pick. That'd be sweet. Um, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say Dallas. They've made it twice in a row now. I think this is the one they will. With with how competitive NA is, I think it's gonna be very hard for a team to make it three times in a row. So I'm gonna say Dallas doesn't make it this time. Um, and I'll go with the LA Gladiators, who I think, I think people would be super high on right now if they hadn't lost to the Paris Eternal. I'll be honest. Um, and I'm still super high on them. I think they're looking good in this meta as long as they don't mess up like they did against Paris. I'll go LA Gladiators, and then I'll go Houston Outlaws, who I think are looking really good as well. Um, yeah, those those will be my two. I, but I I think Dallas, Atlanta are heavy favorites as well to make it again. So this this will be a very interesting tournament, no doubt. All right. Um We've picked everything. We've we've predicted the plans. Anything else to say before we sign off, Joe? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. It's like I said, it's another long week of um, long week of matches, but that's fine by me. I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's gonna be a good one. Also, shout out to the Houston Outlaws who just liked our tweet. Um, yeah, about, it's true. It's true. Wait, only getting... one. Only one of them though. Just just the piggy one. <laughs> yeah, not they don't like Dante. They only like Piggy. Uh, it's confirmed <laughs> um, alright well thank you all for listening if you want to follow us on our personal twitters mine's at jwgeorgeiv joe's is at kirkpatrick underscore inc that's inc you can follow our show twitter at on the flank show where we get tweets liked by the houston outlaws themselves so you definitely want to follow us there you're listening to this in one way if you want to listen to it in a different way we're on itunes apple Podcasts, spotify and google play thank you guys for listening and enjoy the plans in the last regular week of the summer showdown. <laughs>